This is Issues 2018. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Sedgwick County Health Director Adrian Byrne. Welcome to Issues 2018. Nice to have you back again. Governor-elect Governor Laura Kelly says she wants to expand Medicaid coverage in Kansas. I'm not going to try to get you into politics, but what impact would uh, that have on health care in Sedgwick County? Any impact at all on that? Well, there would be more people covered uh, by Medicaid in Sedgwick County. Uh, so there you go. Yes. Does that make your job any easier or yes. harder? Or? <laughs> well, I think it would be it would make it easier for the people as far as having uh, insurance. Right. Let's talk about the scope of your responsibilities for a little bit. How long have you been a health director now? I have been a health director for about four years. And we were talking off the air before we went on the air. Have you you've been with the health department a long time though, right? I have way back when we were under the uh, city of Wichita, and then in two thousand and two went under the county. So how long have you been there then? Thirty years. So how where, where did you where did you come from? Where did you where you did know, you start out? My uh, master's degree was in counseling. So when I started uh, with the health department, they had an outpatient. Uh, counseling program that also dealt with substance abuse, and so I was one of the psychotherapists there. Where did you school? Where did you get your education? Uh, K State. At K State. K State. So where are you from? Well, originally I'm from Ohio. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Try to follow that one. Okay, so you wound up in K State. All right, I did. How many uh, how many employees are in the health department here in Sedgwick County? Uh, we have approximately 135. Now, what, most of them are what? Uh, we, socialists or we, so, so, sociologists? Or? You know, we have quite a variety because we have three main divisions. One is Children and Family Health, and that has our Healthy Babies Program, our WIC Program, and our Children's Dental Program. And then we have our Preventive Health, uh, which has our immunizations, our family planning, um, our STI clinic, and then our um, Health Protection uh Division has epidemiology, TB and STI control, public health performance. So we have uh, a, a span of of education and diversity. Now, tell us you, you got to have some place to t- sit. You've got to have desks and, and buildings. How, but tell us about your physical plant. Is it just one building, several buildings, or what? No, um, the administration and the main WIC is at uh, East. Uh, 1900 East 9th Street, right across from KU School of Medicine. And then we have 2716 West Central, where the uh, most of the immunizations and services are provided. And then we have two WIC uh, locations, satellite offices at Colvin and Stanley locations. So uh, the one on the east side, that building, if it's not, if I'm going to go back a ways, I think that was at one time a county hospital. Um, Sedgwick County. That'll go back yeah, clear to the 70s. I think it was 70s. actually KU School of Medicine. Was that before was, that? I believe so, yes. Now, I want you to do some research because I think I'm right. But I think it started out as a as the Sedgwick County Hospital, and it went terribly, and then they brought into KU Medicine. But, hey, that's a good point. Well, I'll do some research on that. <laughs> uh, it's before your time and yes, almost before yes. my time. <laughs> well, it's a time of the year. Speaking of time, it's flu season. It is. Is it possible to keep track of how many cases in the county this year? Well, flu is not a reportable illness uh, unless it involves uh, child's death. But, you know, what we do know is that last year was a bad year as far as flu. And we had 190 deaths in Kansas uh, from the flu. And in the United States, 
uh, deaths attributed to flu were over 15,000. So people, um, some people, at least 50% of doctors recommend the flu shot. Okay. And parents will say they, they may get their children the flu shot. I, I think there's um, not enough information about the importance of the flu shot because People listen to that it may only be 20 or 30% effective, and so why get it? Well, the, the reason to get it is that it provides some protection. Even if it isn't 75% like we would like it to be, it, it does provide some protection. And so even if it isn't the best match, it can help it uh, not be so severe. Did we have any uh, flu deaths here in the county then? Yeah. Uh, la- well... Uh, they're small enough where we don't look at counties, okay. but okay. but we can say there were 190 in Kansas, in Kansas. last year, okay. and that was flu. Separate from when you combine flu and pneumonia, in the United States, there were over 166,000 deaths. Okay. So it is extremely important for everyone six months and older to get that flu shot, and they are available all over the place. Well, I got mine, my wife and I, at a, at a Dillon's store. Yes. And... Uh, those are perfectly safe, are they not? I mean, yes, yes, they are. Research is done all the time. And the, the reason that the flu shot can't always be a perfect match is that it tends to mutate. And so the, the vaccine that we have this year, they, it's they're compiled because of last year, you know, what they've learned from previous years. Uh, and then they try to protect us with that vaccine. Um, so we don't know the effectiveness yet, but I can tell you that we have given out um, hundreds of more vaccines this year at um, the Division of Health than what we did um, in the last three years, just because last year was um, a bad season and, and scary for people. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the symptoms of flu. What, how do we know it's flu? You people know, say, usually say, you'll know it. <laughs> you do know it because you are extremely fatigued. You're going to have a fever, may have a sore throat, body aches, headache, and you just feel so bad you don't want to get up out of bed. And that can be for days to a week or so. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is if someone feels like they have the flu, to contact their medical provider or um, call Walgreens and see if they have any antiviral. Because if you get something like Tamiflu, then it can cut the duration and the symptoms uh, in half. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, uh, I was gonna, my next question was, once you've got it, how do you treat it? And you, you recommend uh, calling the doctor? Yes, and if they can afford the Tamiflu, to get in there and get it. And if not, stay in bed and drink plenty of fluids. Um, And then what we sometimes forget after we feel better is to wash all the linens, the towels, the bed. Just get get all those linens and towels washed. Hmm. Uh, So, again, who who should get the flu shot? Everybody uh, six months and older, unless... Uh, recommended by their physician not to get it, but uh, it's important for everyone to get that flu shot. And for, you know, babies can't get it between, can't get the flu shot between birth and six months. So it's important for all of us to get it to protect those that maybe are either too young or have compromised immune systems and can't get the flu shot. Have you, those demographics, uh, demographics of who you recommend, have those changed over the years? Used to be for... no. I thought it used to be for people who were older or well, something. Well, yeah. it, it used to be targeted because um, that is a higher risk group 
because of chronic conditions. It can be 65 and older, pregnant women, children whose immunities are, are building, but it's important for everyone to get a flu shot. So how effective is it this year? Do we know yet? Well, we, we don't know yet. We won't know until later. We'll, we'll yeah. know for a while because we we are nowhere close to our, our peak yet. It is gradually increasing. Flu activity is gradually increasing around the country, but uh, doesn't often peak until December or January and then can go until March or April. Yeah. So and once you've once you've got it, don't be brave and go to work then. Huh? Oh no! <laughs> and really, if someone has the flu, you're gonna be feel unable. You won't to be, go. You'll be able to function. So. It will be memorable if you have the mm-hmm. flu. Uh, what about uh, we get these? Uh, we're talking about getting my flu shot at Dylan's. What about people who don't have insurance or means to pay for a shot? Or? They can. People that are um, uninsured, adults and children, can come to. Uh, the Division of Health and get their flu shot at 2716 West Central. And children on state-funded insurances, there's an administration charge, but there's a sliding scale that goes down to $2 if they have uh, proof of income. You're listening to Issues 2018 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Sedgwick County Health Director Adrian Byrne. This is also the cold season. Um and uh, I believe you've already had yours this year. I or did. Or at least your first bout. Huh? I did. It, it was a virus. And when I went virus. into the doctor, they said that there were a lot of people coming in with the same symptoms. Okay. So, so what, how, does, how does a common cold, uh, the, the symptoms, how are they different from flu then? You probably um, don't feel as bad for one you, thing. You don't feel as bad, although people can feel kind of puny with a virus, but as far as a, a, a cold virus. But you know, you're going to have a stuffy nose. You're going to feel run down. Might have a cough, but you don't tend to have the um, body aches, the 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 fever, and the intense fatigue that you do with the flu. Now you're talking. It's a virus. And yes. it's going to be communicated or yes. from one person to another. Yes, um, through sneezing, really through droplets. And so that's why it's important for people to um, sneeze or cough into a tissue, into their elbow, and to wash their hands frequently. If soap and water isn't available, then use hand sanitizer. But soap and water tends to be the very best um, against passing viruses. Apparently that's what went uh, through my son's family of five the, uh, recently, and uh, his wife, my daughter-in-law, is a registered nurse. <laughs> she knows everything to do, but it's still, it's really difficult to keep them in a family situation like it. Close quarters. It is, and particularly when you have children, you touch a doorknob or a pencil, you pick it up, you rub your eye, you know, there you go. So it's just important to uh, wash those hands really well. Sometimes we can cut corners and think, ah, it's okay, but we need to wash our hands and wash them thoroughly and just take good care of ourselves. So uh, how do you treat a cold once you've got it? You know, the best thing is probably with uh, Advil or Tylenol um, and just drink plenty of fluids, eat healthy, get plenty of rest. What about uh, NyQuil, did you say? or uh, uh, you know, like Ad, to... Advil or Tylenol. Yeah, okay, that's enough then. Huh? Okay. Uh, how about vitamin C? Does vitamin C have a role in any of this? You know, I think there's mixed studies out about that, but I usually eat some extra oranges. It might be placebo. Who knows? But vitamin C is good. It's good for you. Let's talk about uh, vaccinations, uh, vaccination for children. Uh, what shots are recommended for babies nowadays? You know, there are 
there are a variety. There are a lot of shots that are recommended that are really essential to get. And it gets confusing to talk about what the schedule is and which vaccinations. Yeah. The easiest thing to do is to go on the Division of Health's website on the Sedgwick County um, website. Okay. And uh, also ask the, the doctor, make sure they stay to that schedule. It's very important for children to be um, up to date on their vaccinations because it can help keep them safe and alive. Did I remember when my when my first child was very small and my wife and I went to the pediatrician and he got the shots and it was just very traumatic for us. By the second child, it didn't seem quite so it is, it, traumatic. It's, I think it's always hard for us as parents because we don't want to see our our, our children hurt. But a a moment of a shot is better than getting really, really ill. Yeah. You know, there's always pertussis going around, which is also known as whooping cough. And that is very dangerous for babies. You have such an intense um, cough. Uh, it, it, it can kill. I'm going to talk about, let's talk about whoop, whooping cough, whooping cough, whatever we used to call yes. it when I was a kid. I have actually had whooping cough. It ended my football career in high school. Hmm. And I can tell you, when you start coughing, you don't think you're going to stop. It's and spasmatic. you just start almost blacking out. Yes. It's tough. Yes. That's so, a, I had it when I was almost well, 50 years ago. Am I still Im, you know, immune now over the years? You, yes. I had it when I was younger. And Isn't that I, something? Yes. Wow. Yes. It is scary. Yes. I can't imagine a little child having that because that would— That's why it's so dangerous. Yeah. And, and that's why it's so important for everybody to get— um, immunized against all childhood diseases because they are preventable. Yeah. You're the only other person I've ever met who's ever had whooping cough. I don't remember, but I was told I had whooping cough. Oh, okay. Well, yes. Yeah, you were in bad yes. shape. Are, are, there are certain vaccinations, are they not, required for all kids entering Kansas schools? Yes, and there's, again, those are all on the website. There are have to be up to date by kindergarten. And it's important to keep on the schedule because if not, then when children go in, they have to get even more than what they typically get to get caught up. So, yes. Does that, now, does that apply for private schools like the Catholic schools and, and, uh, you know, and the other schools? That Everybody's are not supposed public? to be vaccinated. Everybody. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, there's been some controversy in recent years over vaccinations that they might trigger other health problems. Uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that? The FDA and the CDC, everybody um, is monitoring that. And there's a vaccination, a federal and state vaccination reporting adverse events. Really? Um, yes. So if anything happens, someone faints, it, it, it's reported. So there's very close monitoring that occurs with that. Um, and there is no scientific proof or evidence that it causes autism or any other um, type of adverse. Um, mm. Well, science has been looking at this for quite a while. Oh, yes. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. And, it, you know, that's not to say that there's never any, any, any adverse reaction, but uh, it is minimal and they continue to do that research and make sure that it is safe. Now, are there vaccinations recommended for adults and seniors? Yes, and the same thing with going on the, the website and, and looking at that just to make sure everyone's up to date with their pneumonia shot, flu shot, um, tetanus, what you, every what, 10 years. What is pneumonia? 
You what know, is, you hear about it today. Somebody, they died of pneumonia. They were old. Some, what is pneumonia exactly? Is, I've never had that, that one. Re, oh, the respiratory where you, it, it's like um, if you, sometimes people think about bronchitis. Yeah. And it's, it's just pneumonia is a different bacteria. Um, and it makes people very, very sick. And if you have any type of chronic illness or lung disease already, then pneumonia can be very devastating. So this is going to attack the lungs then? Yes. Right? Okay. It is a lung disease. Now, it, yes. go ahead. Well, and often it's 65 and older um, that are going to uh, be affected the most by pneumonia and flu. Okay. So I go to my physician once a year, and he hasn't talked to me about this yet. Should I hit him upside the head and say, hey? <laughs> yes, yes. I need some vaccinations or something? Yes, yes, because we, we were just in the office talking about um, a report on how many uh, – the percentage of parents that say that, that their children will get vaccinated or the amount of doctors that recommend it, and um, – 77% of healthcare providers strongly or mostly recommend flu vaccine. Well, uh, it should be 100%. Everybody, and again, even if it isn't the best match, it provides some protection, and people cannot get the flu from the flu shot. People will think they can, but it's not a live virus. How is the health department involved in treating uh, people who take illegal drugs or uh, uh, abuse drugs that are legal? Is the health department involved in that? We are. uh, The Division of Health is the um, data gatherers. So we are working with our partners, Sheriff's Office, Wichita Police Department, um, Via Christie, Working, with, uh, working on Wesley to gather data, and then we are analyzing it. And uh, we just applied for a grant through uh, Kansas Department of Health and Environment to do more of an in-depth analysis and get data agreements with our partners so it won't take weeks or months to get that data in. And then we want to provide um, information on a website so people can see where the hot spots are, where drug use is occurring. Uh, we know that there's a lot of opioids prescribed in Sedgwick County, enough for every one of us to have one. Mm. Okay, that was my next question. How big a problem is this opioid thing here in the county? And, it, we, we don't have what other states have as far as an epidemic, but we, we do have um, over-prescribing going on, <clears throat> and uh, there, there is heroin and other yeah. uh, drug usage going. So we are going to get uh, more of an accurate picture of just what is going on in Sedgwick County with methamphetamines because we know that is still the primary drug that takes people into treatment and um, and develop an action plan. That's what I hear from law enforcement, the district attorney. They all say meth, meth, meth. It is. It's a it big, is. big problem. It is. And so yeah. we need to develop a, a better action plan to uh, address that as well, and we are going to with our community partners. You're a yeah, yeah you're a health expert. Well, you, you got any share any thoughts with us on uh, on medical marijuana? I am gonna just stay neutral on that. <laughs> one. Okay, I had uh, I would just tell you uh, for reference that uh, I had a, one of the former attorney generals of the state of Kansas uh, who had been. Um, I'll go ahead and mention his name. Bob Steffen had him on the air with me just a couple of several years ago. Basically, said he was very much for it. He he had been through seven years of chemo, 
And he, he was very much for it. But that's just one person. And there's an old old Republican guy, you know, who would think, well, come on now. But Bob said, yeah, I'm for it. So well, you think there's – do we need more study on it or are you, you just going to be neutral on it? And- you know, the, the, the issue with, with that, like Colorado and other states, there's no regulation. Yeah. And so what you have in one isn't necessarily in the other. And the labs aren't regulated. So okay. if there was regulation – then possibly, but I mean, I, yes, I have heard that it helps a lot of people with chronic illness. Yeah. Um, what uh, What's your biggest health concern here in Sedgwick County? <laughs> we we still have quite an issue in Sedgwick County with infant mortality, particularly in the African American community. Three times of what it is. Uh, with whites. Now, any one baby dying is too much, but when there's that, you know, that disparity, we're, we also working health department and community partners, uh, Kids Network and KU School of Medicine uh, are working together to continue to be on top of that and learn more about it and look, you know, what can we do to uh, keep our babies alive? Right. Um- what makes uh, what makes your job enjoyable for you, Adrian? <laughs> the people that I, I work with, you know, I, I really um, enjoy the, the staff, and I enjoy uh, being out in the community and volunteering and just helping provide quality services to people. Oftentimes, they look at our outsides and don't realize the quality of services that we have. And so I'm very proud to work for Sedgwick County Division of Health and the services that we offer. There's something, a trend that I've, uh, I've been noticing uh, in our society is there is, it seems to be a lot of skepticism growing about science and what science uh, brings us, whether it's the environment or health or whatever. Uh, you are a person, obviously, you put a lot of stock in what science is, and yes. so do I. Yes. What, what's behind that, do you think? Do, you, can, do we know? I, Have you seen the trend? I don't know. I, it's, Seems the, the world is flat. People are coming out again, you know? It, it's just, you know, and, <laughs> and data, data gives us a picture and uh, creates a map and helps us look at interventions. And so science being able to look at research and success of, of, of drugs and what we're seeing with best practices, uh, how do you know where to go if you don't have that evidence? Mm-hmm. Then it's all, what, uh, off your cuff. Science you know? takes a very organized and structured approach to, to knowledge. It does. I, I think sometimes people connect it with the government, and so it's somehow it's not a good thing. But uh, Center for Disease Control is all about health. Um, so I, yes, strongly support and believe in, in science. All right. So just a, just a quick review here. Uh, every, everybody over the age of six months should get a flu shot. Yes. You think. Yes. Or yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. Yes. And also, for more information, we can just go to the website. Um, you said just you know, Google Sedgwick County Health Department like I did. And we're going to find a website. Yes, you are. There you go. Hey, thanks for spending some time with us this morning. Thank you. As always, a good session. I hope you get to feeling better. It looks like you are starting on the back to the road, uh, on the back on the road to recovery there. Our guest is uh, Sedgwick County Health Director, Adrian Byrne. And that's all for this edition 
of Issues 2018. And, of course, uh, we will be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.